What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 106 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? Not a whole lot. We just had our four, our first like IRL event this week, past weekend. Uh, Brisbane is in the books as of when this episode will go live. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have data for that yet because we're 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 from the future or past or whatever. And yes, <laughs> and yes. it hasn't it, it hasn't is. happened yet as of recording. Correct. So expect a uh, an event breakdown for that next week. I'm actually really excited to get back to like team report, like tournament, breakdowns of events reports. and stuff. Yeah. Cause uh, we haven't done one in um, two years. <laughs> I mean, we kind of got it for like the, the players championship events and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. But like they did all that work for us and now we get to kind of just see what they're going to show us. If anything, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more excited to see like, how they coverage works and all that stuff. Um, I'm really hoping they give us actual like team breakdowns, but I, I doubt they will. They're not going to be like, all right, here's my, you know, 252 EV Pokemon or anything like that. It's just going to be like, all right, here's my four Pokemon. Here's my four. All right, here's my six Pokemon, my four attacks. Yeah. And cool. Exactly. Um, we also just had the IC this weekend too, mm-hmm. um, so that's and we cool. were we were literally working on a team for me before we started, and well, um, you it's... were working on a team for you. <laughs> you you didn't stop me. How am I going <laughs> to stop you? I'm, you're not next to me. I can't I can't slap you. That's that's the best way to put it. I was doing things and you didn't tell me to stop. So. <laughs> We just kept going down the rabbit hole, and here we are. Yeah, I'm uh, excited to talk about that next week too, and talk about how much of a meme this is. It can't be as bad as my first game in the IC. I lost to Quick Claw, Sheer Cold, uh, Turn One on my Zacian from a Wall Rain. I'm playing Physical Mewtwo. <laughs> okay, so what are we doing this week? Uh, so this week we plan on, uh, with the return of in-person events and everything, uh, comes the return of traditional best of three tournaments. So we're going to go through today and just kind of discuss the the nuances, the pros and cons of best of three versus best of one. Yeah. And really go in depth about what each is good at and what the other really benefits in doing. So uh, that's the plan. I think it's going to be a pretty interesting discussion. Um, And, you know, I'm excited to hear your thoughts as well. So um, let's get to it, man. What are you you thinking? Uh, I am in the camp that best of three is best practice. Uh, I fully agree. So so there's not going to be a whole lot of, like, hardcore debating then because we both agree on the same thing. Like, best of three practice is probably like the best type of practice you can get mm-hmm. um, whether that's just playing in events or getting with a buddy and playing things like that, which uh, sa- shameless plug here, the, the LRL dojo is doing really well. Uh, it really is. I, I am glad to see that it is taken off as well. as it has here the last couple of weeks. I believe this week we had uh 20, something. 20, 24 people I think signed up. So yeah. really, really satisfied with that. And you know, we have, like our best of three tournaments going on, but this is just like 
as simple little here's here play a best of three this week come and report your scores and earn points for doing so like yep. it's really simple there's no real hard commitment to anything if you need to drop out of your match you can it's um, no big deal yep uh but uh I think best of three practice overall is just far superior to best of one practice. Um, like people will get on ladder and preach that, Oh, I'm number one on ladder. Or I'm doing really well on ladder. And that's fine. Like cool. Uh, that just tells us that you got really lucky a couple times, dodged a lot of the harder matchups and played really well when it just, when it mattered. Um, sometimes best of one is cool that way and if like if you have a team with a really good gimmick you're going to climb the ladder no problem uh whereas in best of three that gimmick works well the first time and then kind of doesn't really work so well the next two times because your opponent knows it's there and it, you gotta learn how to adapt and if you can't adapt because your gimmick is all your team does then you kind of stuck behind the eight ball Mm-hmm. Um, so if you, especially if like, you're looking to go into these regionals coming up, uh, like Salt Lake City this weekend, uh, Liverpool the weekend after that, uh, would definitely recommend doing best of three practice over best of one, uh, best. So I think best of one, the best way I can describe it is it's really good when you're like feeling out a team, when For you're sure. trying to figure out how to play, what to play, things of that nature. It's really good at figuring out if the core idea of a team is going to be beneficial in moving forward with what you're trying to do, I think is the best way to look at it. Yeah. Um, you're able to really define and figure out like what fits well together, um, what team members aren't really pulling their weight, and how to just adjust from there and you know make things work and make them coherent. Uh, outside of that, uh, just like best of ones, like I, I associate best of one, just team building only. Like mm-hmm. when I'm putting the team together, when I'm testing the team, when I'm trying to like figure out my partners, like you said, that's what best of one is good at doing. And I don't like taking results from best of one and trying to translate it to best of three. Cause it just doesn't work. Um, half the time on ladder, you're going to run into a gimmick and it's going to get you like, mm-hmm. and then you'll never see that gimmick again. <laughs> and you'll, you'll, it'll sit there and it'll be a focus point because you lost that game really, really hard. And you'll, you'll have to sit there and you'll go, well, why did I lose this game? Well, it's because they did this. So how do I adjust for that? And you don't need to adjust for that. That's a very knee jerk reaction that you get in that best mm-hmm. of one format, because those are what stand out. Those losses where you got beat by, the sheer cold quick claw wall rain like you can't predict that stuff you you focus you're gonna focus on that so hard that you're gonna lose sight of your team building and lose sight of what's actually good what's actually bad for sure i i fully agree um i think another thing that you know honestly for the sake of like the counterpoint you can do a lot more just like gimmicks in best of one where you know, you can d- do this crazy, sheer cold, quick claw stuff, and it can work from time to time. And, you're like, if you're playing for fun and just want to do d- – if you want to do uh, – so, 
Um, I used to watch a lot of Jeff Hoagland's content for Magic, mm-hmm. and he always described uh, viewer-submitted decks that he played as one of two things. This is either a deck that really wants to, uh, like, you know, be honed and, like, skill-tested and played a ton to see how good it is. And then you have the other decks that are do-the-thing decks. Yeah. And I think that really translates well to Pokemon as well as, you know, you have these teams that you can ladder well with because they're very strong teams. And the counterpoint of that is you can do your memes. You can do the fun thing for the sake of doing it. The the teams where, all right, I'm going to double kick my Amistar to proc policy and weak armor and yep. go off. <laughs> You know, just these off-the-wall gimmicks uh, that I, when they I, work, they're fantastic. Yeah, like Lava Plume Groudon to activate your Colossal or um, other just random memes like that. Like, that, the surprise factor is very strong in Best of One, and you can utilize that effectively to climb the ladder really, really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, is it good practice? Eh. Oh, absolutely not. No, There's... I wouldn't say it's good practice. It's great at figuring out your leads and like how you win games when you get to do the thing. Uh, it unfortunately means that you never really get to test against that team again that you just beat, and you don't really know how to adjust for like a game two or game three. So the people that play that way, like play showdown all the time or play ranked ladder and grind to whatever top 100 with their gimmicks they, they don't adjust very well in the games twos and threes and can kind of just falter in those situations now the the counterpoint to that is you know in best of three experience being able to adjust is a very big thing being able to say okay this is what my opponent did this is what i lost to or the counterpoint this is what went really well for me. This is what my opponent needs to respect. Makes it where there's more information for you to give and learn from in a best of three, in my opinion. You know, where well, you're yeah. able to say, okay, um, this Cali Shadow is playing Dark Pulse for the mirror. I know that now, and I can respect that. So as a result, you know, if they're Sash or if they're Life Orb, I can target them appropriately to take them on or whatever else. You mm-hmm. know, being able to figure out these minor nuances where you're able to pick up this extra information and abuse that in some way is is really well, really good for you. Yeah. Um, like, the whole, the whole idea why we're talking about this is because everything is going to be best of three from here on out again, for the most part, mm-hmm. especially if you're going to these regionals. Um, like, all my practice when we went to Collinsville was best of one. I never actually played best of three with Pokemon, so I never really had a whole lot of adjustment experience, like getting pivoting and things like that. Uh, my team was very linear, did, the, did one or two things really well, but couldn't really pivot away from that because that was the whole identity of the team. Um, and now that like we're two years into this, I have figured out a whole lot more. My teams are very much mm-hmm. more in the standard category and I'm, I'm ready to play more best of threes, but now everybody's playing, wanting to play ladder events because mm-hmm. ICs and showdown and all that, because that's what we've been used to for the last two years. Um, so my advice, my current advice is, uh, find a buddy and play in practice, like practice a ton. 
just play best of threes on showdown treat them like they're on cart though don't don't switch your moves around just like take your Correct. time for your decision making and just slow down and play uh that's a big thing for me is i am very fast on the buttons when i'm playing on showdown and mm -hmm. i lock in way too quick and then i'll pivot back out and i'll change it around like four or five times trying to decide what i want to do and then my opponent just managed to click their last input in while I'm trying to switch one of mine and then it locks mine in when I didn't want it to lock in. And so like, if you can practice on cart, practice on cart, that is the best practice you can get. Um, it kind of helps you to figure out like timing windows and things like that. Uh, showdown's not the greatest about that because there is this thing called the internet and it does kind of lag between, but like inputs and whatnot between you and your opponent sometimes. Uh, I have I, I have lost draft league matches to it, so <laughs> I, say, I understand have, completely. I have seen many many a game where it just kind of freezes for like a half second, and you then you you had locked into something, but you had clicked cancel, but it didn't eat, it didn't accept the cancel because it froze, and then you're locked into some garbage or you timed out because of that. Um, but yeah, like best of three is a whole different beast. I feel like that people aren't really prepared for all the time. And you know, uh, talking about like learning how to use like showdown for best of three experience. Um, honestly, like recording my matches on there for specifically like content and everything that I've done for like RTT and uh, my matches in USPA and stuff. The, the one thing I've learned is that, Taking time and actually talking through lines really does help in learning not only, like, the thought process behind everything, but, like, just being able to say, okay, um, this is something my opponent could have here. Or the the other thing of, my opponent has shown me this, so I need to respect it. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh, my opponent showed me ally switch game one, so I need to be able to respect it the rest of this match. Yeah. Stuff like that is honestly very probable. Yep, and the inverse of that is true is this is a game of hidden information versus known information a lot of the time, and what you hide is actually more important than what you show a lot of the mm -hmm. time. Uh, like, the best example I had is you hid that Jigglypuff in RTT playoffs exactly. all the way up until game three, and then when it mattered, you got that Parish song off, and that that's what won the game is because your opponent hadn't yep. seen it until the till when it mattered. Um, just in little things like that, like Ally Switch, like you said, oh things like Will O Wisp or Thunder Wave, um, hiding or, that information until it's absolutely necessary to show it is huge. Um, another one that I think is like really popular, especially compared to Best of One versus Best of Three, is protect on like cali ice you know in best of one you don't need it because you can just max guard but in a best of three you may not be dynamaxing your your cali ice every game yep. you know being able to come in and click protect in front of something could be very important especially if you are going to try to set trick room with it as well so there's there's just so much nuances of like the the difference between gaining information in between games versus just smashing your head against random teams on a ladder really can make a huge difference. Yep. Um, we've talked a lot about the positives, I feel like, of Best of Three, uh, and not so much the negatives. There's not a whole lot of negatives in Best of Three. 
since that is like the main way people enjoy like competitive Pokemon outside of Showdown and ladder tournaments. Um, so but... I I actually have a couple negatives. Um, the first one being that there's no competitive like best of three ladder because that's you know it's not a standard practice to have. Um, and if you look at like Magic as an example of this. Best of one play is way, way more popular than best of three on, on their uh, digital platform because, well, the second point, best of three takes way longer to play. That, so that was you know? my first negative is best of threes in Pokemon is a long thing. It, it, is... it really is. You know, if you if you go to official events, best of threes are an hour long round. Yep. Like minimum. <laughs> Like, they will stop, like, eventually they end up stopping you at the hour, but, like, if every game takes 15 to 20 minutes, you're going up to that hour mark yep. every single time. If you're going to game three, there's a chance that you're going to go to timer. Yeah. Yeah. The, and so, being able to, be able to efficiently practice, I think, is one of the biggest steps into f being able to play best of three is finding someone to actually play against. Because, you know, there there isn't just a random ladder you can get paired into. It's yeah. always going to be some, you know, hey, can someone play me? Or yeah, are you, you available you to, to play? Or you have, have to, to go out of your way to actually play it. Yeah. Like, you have to, like, we're lucky enough that we have the setup here. We're setting this up for people to kind of do. And other servers have bots that do it, and it's very nice. Uh, but, like, before us, this is just like, what do you do? Like, you have to go to showdown or rbgc or like troll the forums on there and try to find somebody random just mm -hmm. to like hey will you play best of three with me instead of best of one and you both have to have time to do that and things like that um like we recorded many a best of three in the day and it's the better part of an hour and a half just to sit there and record and get paired up and do all of the stuff that you would normally want to do in a best of three, just to like get prepared for stuff like that. And that that's one of the big negatives is just like time investment um, versus how long, how often you actually get to play it versus just how much time you're having to invest. Now yep. showdown kind of mitigates that because you can just skip animations. And once you find somebody on showdown, it's super easy. You just play on your phone, play on your computer or whatever. Um, but like, like we said, practicing best of three on showdown isn't the best practice because showdown isn't cart. Like you can swap around and there's things to like, there's more to best of threes on cart than there is on showdown. Like time management is huge on cart, uh, making sure that you like utilize your time effectively because you have your time and overall time. And I don't think showdown has an overall timer. It, it just does has, not. it has your time and their time, like a chess clock which that's present in cart, but there's also an overall time as well. And so games can just end go on infinitely on like games can just end on cart, but that would go infinite on showdown. Um, mm -hmm. Well, at least until everyone struggles to death anyway. <laughs> Have you, there's actually a, uh, a slow bro set yep. that makes it where you can't lose. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's so, so it's so toxic. Um, I'll probably find oh, a clip of awful. it and I'll have it playing here. But it is it is terrible. It is so bad. <laughs> um, but outside of that, just like we, there's good things like there's good things and bad things about both. 
Uh, like we said, like if you can get best of three practice, go for that. Uh, it's going to be the best way you're going to get get better as a player, like quicker. I would say, it's like your time invested versus how much you get out of it. Um, who you practice against also matters a lot. I feel like just grabbing the random person off the street isn't going to be the best practice. I would say. I I honestly think one of the best ways that you get better is to play people who are better than you. If you can not not only play against people who are better than you, but also like discuss the match and talk through things with them afterwards, you're going to learn so much from them. Yeah. Being able to say, "Oh, okay, so that's why this worked. That's why you went you did this. This is why I lost this or I won this because I read this from you or yeah, it, it, it really does just help out so much by being able to play, you know, it, honestly, gain, being able to play anyone is better than not playing, but playing people who are definitely better than you and you can learn a ton from just helps out so much. Yep. Uh, we learned a lot from being in that USPA team server for just like learning all these little tips and tricks about best of three practice that uh, we wouldn't normally have like access to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. I'm 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 interested in seeing if USPA starts back up again, like in the next year or so. We're in, this was their first year, and I thought it was a whole lot of fun. It was really well ran. Um, I think NPA is kind of overshadowing it right now, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you know, the the whole play for your state or states or like little region thing was kind of cool. Um, it, it was really enjoyable. Obviously, it, I wish we had made playoffs and stuff, but I definitely really enjoyed it. It doesn't feel as clicky as some of the other player draft things mm-hmm. that we've tried to be a part of before. And, you know, the the biggest thing about it is these are people who live relatively close to me. I could message them tomorrow and be like, hey, I'm in Kansas City. Does anyone want to meet up and, you know, go go eat, go get a beer, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's like we, as people in like us who live in Missouri, our scene isn't very, very large. Um, Mm -hmm. we had to combine with Kansas, which is whatever. Um, no, no rivalries here. Oh no. Uh, to the surprise of no one. Um, but like, I know there's places like Illinois who probably don't have a very large following either. Like, I'm pretty sure most of the VGC team for Illinois is based out of probably St. Louis. Like, almost There's a non-zero chance, yeah. Um, because I think most of our guys that were in uh, for KSMO was on the uh, Kansas City side of the state. Yeah, like, up in that whole area up there. Um, I think you were probably the farthest, uh, farthest east we had, probably. Um... I think there was one or two who were out in St. Louis, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. I'm not entirely um, sure. I like. I know places just like like uh, Rose Team for like it was all just the New England. Like it was just New England VGC. Their mm-hmm. whole little server up there. They had like the whole region of just like five or six states. Um. So it's nice that we get to meet up with other like people who know how to like, who like to play VGC because let's be honest, we had a little bit of a cult following when sword and shield came out and then 
they're all gone. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Yep. Um, but now we have the community, and we don't have to worry about that too much. We have we have all of our <laughs> online friends now. So I I have you know Baradad on in the background. Oh and, gosh. Um, there's a Weavile and a Rhyperior, and then a Lowland Nine Tails on his opponent's team. <laughs> oh no. Oh man! So much for people taking this icy seriously. But Carl, there's points on the line. It's like top one thousand gets one. <laughs> sure, man. Whatever. Um, what else are we talking about this week? We kind of burned out on our best of three versus best of one. I honestly think like the discussion we had was good. Yeah, it just it didn't fill out the whole episode like I wanted. Well, you know, um. Let's see. We have team of the week. We can load up. And sure. Talk about it for a hot minute. Uh, this one. This is this one's done. Made its rounds. Uh, we're technically we're first. Yeah, I recorded this um over a week ago now, and it's been up on the the YouTube for almost a week. So, uh, yeah, this is Ng's team that he submitted that I believe Alex built with. Uh, I believe Alex played it in the IC and someone else built it. I'm not entirely sure of who that was. Yeah, one but of this is Alex's rental code. I do know that much. Yeah. Um and then NG played it in the LRQ to a top four. Mm-hmm. Um played really, really well. Um the team is very interesting. Oh, it's it's very unique. It's I will say that it is very well bit very well built um a lot of the things that you have access to are are very powerful Mm -hmm. um they're just in different roles than what we're used to oh for sure for sure so uh this is cali ice plus kyogre a very powerful restricted duo that we've seen multiple times in the format so far um you know of course we have our weakness policy on cali rex the most common item probably uh, debatably the best item. I don't think there's any, like, I think the only other thing you could probably debate is, like, Lum. Lum or maybe, like, Babiri. But I, I much rather have, like, oh, Lumberry. We, or... we have a team to talk about later, then. Uh, let me tell you about this Babiri Calyrex Ice that I saw. Is this the uh, team that Cybertron is playing? Oh, I didn't know about that one. I ran into it on Showdown. Oh, I'm assuming that's why then. That's um, probably why. Then. I saw, okay. <laughs> I saw that he posted it, and in the thumbnail, there's a Babiri Berry and a Calyrex, but I um, haven't actually got to watch it yet. The sucker uh, had Body Press and Iron Defense, or something like that, and it almost bodied me. <laughs> Let's see. This is Iron Defense, Body Press, yep. Trick Room, Glacial Lance, Babiri Berry, Cali Ice. Yep, that's it. That's what, um, what they're playing. White Herb, Rillaboom. I don't know about that. I didn't see the Rillaboom. Uh, Eveltal? Yes. Yep, okay. Yeah, It's that's because Aaron was playing it. Cool. So, um, getting back to what NG was doing. Um, to trigger a policy, we have a very unique Pokemon in uh, Alolan Executor. Um, Citrus Berry Harvest, pretty, pretty good set. Um, we have Grass Knot to be able to do a ton of damage against, like, opposing Kyogres and, uh, Groudons. Brutal Swing to be able to proc our policy. Sleep Powder because, LOL, why not? And then Trick Room because, you know, it's a Trick Room 
oriented Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, being able to pair this with Calyrex. I believe you underspeed Calyrex, but I'm not sure by how much. Uh, Calyrex base is 50. I believe Alolan Executors is 40. I literally have Showdown open. Give me two seconds. Um, My one thing about Grass Knot, I'm currently playing it on my team just because I really want it. That's the only grass move that Pokemon gets. Uh, I know 45. Okay. So yeah, so you're Marowak. You're just, you're Lola Marowak speed tier. Yep. Um, so for those of you looking for min speed, Alolan executors, uh, zero, one, two, three, and four, uh, zero, one, two, and zero, one, two, and three are your magic numbers at minus natures. Um, but the thing about Grass Knot is you can't hit Dynamax with it. Mm-hmm. So if you're not like if you want if you need to hit it with a Grass type move, and you can't use Grass Knot, you're kind of just stuck because your Calyrex has the Seed Bomb, and and so I feel like having anything other than Grass Knot is fine on Executor. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm pretty sure it gets access to stuff like Giga Drain. Mega Drain, stuff like that. Um, I know it gets access to Wood Hammer. I know it gets access to um, some other random grass moves like that. Uh, outside of that one grass knot, the rest of this team looks completely fine. Uh, this Incineroar set is super duper cool because we have Assurance mm-hmm. instead of our normal like throat chop or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you can get away with doing like the random double ups into Calyrex and just blowing it up. Yeah, it's it's very very unique. Um, I think it only came up like once while playing the team, but like having dark coverage on Instant just felt good as well. Yeah. the The one thing I will comment, and I kind of talked about this last week when we recorded, um, the Zapdos Kyogre core feels very very powerful. But in doing so, you have to be uh, well-prepared for, like, specifically Gastrodon. Um, it was a Pokemon that came up exactly once and felt very threatening in the in the match that I played against it, where I'm just like, well, I literally can't touch this. Cool. Yep, that's why we play Seed Bomb on our Calyrex Ice. Yep, which, you know, I, I even said in Team Preview, I, I believe I said something along the lines of, oh, I'll deal with that when it happens, if it does. And then I didn't bring any Pokemon to deal with it. Yep. So, uh, and DD felt good. I really like the the idea of Psychic Surge in this format, being able to shut things uh, like Fake Out and uh, all the Prankster Pokemon down, specifically Grimmsnarl. I hate that thing still. <laughs> um, plus, like, having Focus Sash on Ndidi just means that you're able to live a hit like you need to and get up your Trick Room or whatever you're trying to do next to it. Yep. And then in the event you do actually get to hold on for another turn, you can just click follow me or helping hand or even just like expanding force to do chip damage. Like Ndidi is meant to come in, take a hit and go down. That's, that's his job on this team. Yep. It is meant to be a meat shield and it does that well. Um, the other thing you can do with this Ndidi is like, if you really wanted to play a bulkier set, you could do like psychic seed mm-hmm. and just tank things a little bit better. Um, but outside of that, I think, I think this team was really, really good. Um, Zapdos is a little awkward in my opinion, sometimes having heat wave instead of weather ball. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like if you're playing like the reason you're playing heat wave is to like beat up opposing Zacian, 
And if you're if you're playing against an opposing Zacian, then just you can just max geyser them. <laughs> you like, can also you can also just like max lightning them, and then you have terrain up, and you're gonna be able to hit them hard as well. Like I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, I I could take it or leave it, but I um, think I'm I'm more in line to leave it. It's like it's just like it feels bad that oh we're a Kyogre team with Heat Wave. And I want to use Max Flare into the Sacian, but I can't do that because then I get rid of my rain. Mm-hmm. That that's the problem. Like, if they call it correctly, pivot the Zacian out into say Incineroar or something, and eat that Max Flare, you just feel terrible because you just got rid of your your weather. It's now wrong. You'd have to pivot Kyogre back out if you want to take advantage of that situation again, or pivot it in just to get it back for Hurricane shenanigans and whatnot. So. That's just little nitpicky things about that I don't like, but I digress. That's just that's just my preferences. Yep, super minor thing, but it is what it is. Yep. So now what? We've well, rambled about that for a little bit, and we got thirty minutes to fill still. Uh. I know we have our own events coming up here soon. We have a ladder event on the sixteenth. We have the LRQ, uh, I think it's the 26th. Yes, I'm pulling up the website now. I'm about to say, like, website plug, go check out the website. You can find all that information there. Um, yep, we have the calendar right there on the front page. that has the list of all of our events coming up. All the way through July. Come on, internet please. <laughs> God, I hate my internet, man. Yep, so the 16th, we have our next ladder event. Yep. Uh, that Saturday, the 26th, we have our next LRQ. Going to give two more invites to the Invitational there. Um, you know, Sign-ups for that will be opening probably this week, just to give people and, enough time ahead of time. And then the uh, the following Wednesday, the 30th, will be another ladder tour as well. So uh, quite a few events moving forward. We have the uh, dojo going on as well every, every week. Those pairings go live on uh wednesday aaron's taking care of all that thank you so much for that my dude it was all his idea and he is taking full full uh full credit and everything on it so we're trying to steal dpex bot Rosslast bot Mm -hmm. so it just automates everything and makes it easier for him that'd be nice i agree if Um, we can get it cool if not well whatever they're not sure how to port it over exactly yeah and we're gonna have to figure that out eventually speaking of random discord things i gotta fix the youtube bot it's dead well you know it's just dead it's never coming back probably unfortunately unfortunately time to go go find a new one no more so i'd have to write one from scratch and i don't want to write one from scratch bigger rip like having it be just like a little little zap made it easy to maintain and run Mm -hmm. and i can update it whenever i want having to go out and write all the code and everything for it means that this is going to be more of a headache if i ever have to update it yeah but like also at the same time you know it's just for us as well so whatever you have no idea how often i actually update i updated the zap i updated it a lot (laughs) yeah i actually don't (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, would, I would have to go in and, and change some things around because i didn't like the way the grammar looked and i would change something like that depending on the video uh 
So there's a lot of backend servers, uh, server stuff that you don't know about <laughs> that I do on the in the background. I tell you, I I tell people all the time, you're the boss. I'm just here for the ride. Yeah. Is Baronet still playing? Me. Is he quit? Um, no, he's still going. Oh, good. There's currently a relicanth and a crustal on his screen. Oh God. What's his record? Uh, six and three, fifteen fifty four. Wow, we are not he, getting very far, are we? His ensign just died to a relic amp. Head smash? Head smash. Yes! The poor relic man's amp, meteor beam. <laughs> relic amp also went down. I'm not surprised. Wait, relic amp went down? Because it was it not Rockhead? I'm assuming not. It took recoil damage, so I'm assuming not. Okay, then, yeah. <sighs> I'm tired. You act like you worked today or something. Well, I mean, I recorded a video. That's close enough. And edited a video. I made the thumbnail. I still have to upload said video. It's more than I've done today. Let's see here. <laughs> if I'm being 100% honest, it's way more than I did today. <laughs> oh, what else can we tell people to get ready for regionals? Um, Let's see. We have Salt Lake City is This weekend. Soon? It's, it's this weekend of the upload oh cool yep like we'll be getting brisbane data about the time that people are leaving for salt lake city i know Perfect. i know there's a couple people a couple big names that have been planning on going uh, a couple people in the server said they're wanting to go they're not sure if they're going to get to go yet though um yeah i i am not i will not be going but yeah. <laughs> i will also not be going <laughs> who, who knew salt lake city's out in the middle of nowhere and traveling to it is kind of um, costly flights out to salt lake city have been expensive for like the last like month and a half um and then once like no one wanted to schedule flights yet because you weren't a hundred percent sure that we were going to have it because who knew mm -hmm. about the world's like state of the world at that point um which we got recent updated covid policies uh no longer have to uh have the tests as long as your vaccinations are up to date and your booster's good, you're good. Mm -hmm. So that's nice. That is nice. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about the team you're, you end up playing for the IC? Uh, I'm literally in the middle of a game. Give me two seconds. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, no. It's going very poorly, in case you're curious. I'm not surprised. Uh, my opponent, like, Groudon plus Dusclops set Trick Room in front of my Colossal. Oh, God. And then missed my Meryl <laughs> with Precipice Plates and triggered their their Blender policy. This is, this is going about as well as you would expect it to. This sounds like a mess. Okay, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Blunder policy, Groudon. Uh -huh. Okay, that that's a new one. I haven't heard that one in a while. It um, outsped my scarf Mewtwo. Well, yeah, isn't Blunder policy plus two? Yeah. Yeah, a plus two Groudon is going to outspeed your scarf Mewtwo a hundred percent of the time. I also have zero investment scarf. Well, that's your problem. I don't need investment. I outspeed my own Calyrex. You you want to outspeed opposing Reggie Eliki though? Uh, I actually do. Naturally. 
I just killed my own uh, my own Calyrex. This game's really bad. Okay, so um, what did you do to kill your own Calyrex? <laughs> I clicked Earthquake with Mewtwo. Oh, that's your problem. You needed to click your your blow up button. Okay, so uh, while watching Power Dad, he had a match where um, he got self destructed by a Ferrothorn. So that made me go on a, a goose hunt of what Pokemon can learn self destruct. Oh yeah, um, yeah we uh we uh went went on a goose hunt there. So that reminded me that we also have Misty Explosion, which then reminded me that we have Passimian and we can use Receiver to take huge power from Meryl. Yep, that that <laughs> so is we, a meme we had a while back. Yeah, it's I don't think I've ever actually played it though. So no, we have. What? I said, no, I don't think you have. I think the one we did play, it was Azuril and Runarigus for yes. Wandering yes. Spirit and Huge Power. So we're doing very similar things, except uh, Azuril doesn't get access to uh, Misty Explosion, so we had to play Meryl. Yeah. It's the only downside. Um, but we're Focus Sash Meryl, so we can actually get off a of Misty Explosion. Weakness Policy Passimian, so that gets triggered. And then from there, we gain huge power from Receiver. And then we just punch things really, really hard. But, um, we have but Carter, acrobatics. what if they double up into your Meryl? Then I'm not going to do my thing. If they're going to double into my Meryl, Passimian's going to punch them. Like, okay. Sure. Sure. Um, so because we're, you know, Misty Explosion Meryl, I decided, hey, we can play Colossal as well because we have Aqua Jet. Which made me think, huh, I don't have weakness policy for Colossal. I'm going to play Absorb Bulb. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, it's like a poor man's weakness policy, but we gain plus one instead of plus two if we get hit by a water attack, which, hey, look at that, conveniently Aqua Jet is. I'm sitting here so, looking at your Meryl's like, EVs. Why are we just not max speed? Honestly, I don't know. It's what it suggested. Yeah, you probably should be. You should just be max speed, like max speed timid. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that. That sounds way better. <laughs> um, I don't even know what max speed Meryl is. It's not very fast. One oh one. Oh boy. So then, it made me go back to the explosion plan to see what all we could do. Figured out that Mewtwo has access to self destruct thanks to you. So then I'm like, all right, cool. Now we're physical Mewtwo. Uh, what can we pair this with to blow up? Hey, we need a ghost type. Cali Shadow seems really perfect. So that led to our restricted duo of Scarf Mewtwo and Specs Calyrex. Yep. And then because it's a meme, we're choice banned Reggie Eliki with Explosion as well. We're going to blow up on some people. Yes, it is not good, but it is a team I have constructed, and I am very excited for this to be extremely bad. If I win a single game in the in the IC, I will be satisfied with my result. Okay, then. As long as you're having fun, that's all that matters. That's literally where I'm at, yes. <laughs> oh. um, right now, in testing, I am 0-1. Womp womp. But, um. you know, whatever. I'm not going to share my team. At least not my EVs anyway. Yeah, your team's good. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say good. It's at least it's at least decent, but It's uh, better than what I'm doing. Well yes, there's a there's that's not hard to do though. That's not hard to beat that. It, it, very true. 
it, um, it's not hard to be better than a pile of dung. <laughs> I'm still not sure if this is what I'm going to be playing for Indy, but this is where we're starting, and we're going to keep working on this version and iterating on it. I've like I'm dead set on Zacy and Yveltal. I think it's the strongest duo in the game, like hands down. Mm-hmm. And I think like once you figure it out, it's just going to unlock so many things for people. It's just trying to figure it out, like what do you want to do with it? Um, currently, we're doing like double intimidate Blastoise things, and I'm not sure if that's the best version. If it's not, then we'll figure out what the next best version is. Um, we started like we we've come on a journey. I have like seven different copies of this team. I know you and Aaron and Angelo have been working on it for a hot minute. And Angelo's on, like, the team-building side with you because he also wants to play something similar. And then Aaron's just like, yeah, sure, I'll look into this. Why not? Um, so I have Blastoise from Aaron. I adjusted his set a little bit because I wanted more bulk. Um, I have uh, this Thunderous set is from Angelo and uh, the New England server. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice. Um, the cart version doesn't match the showdown version. Uh, I'm just playing Thunder Wave just because it's a best of blood format, and I'd rather just get lucky rather than play Scary Face. Sure. Um, and then I have my Lander set, my Incineroar set, my Yveltal set, and my Zacian set that I've worked on. Um, these are all things that I've had just from previous teams that work. Uh, the first iteration was the Marowak, Blastoise, whatever nonsense that we mm-hmm. were doing before. Uh, and then we evolved to have like lapras on there for some reason i do remember the lapras version uh lapras is not very good you know i am not very surprised like you it does well in certain formats and this is not the format for it i've determined uh i will agree yes you really if like if you're playing this duo you want as many resistances to zacian as possible or at least ways to deal with it very well because it's so mm-hmm. popular. Uh, which I have Incineroar, Landorus, and Blastoise, and all of those walls Zacian really, really well. Um, and then I even have Thunderous to kind of just be annoying to it. And then Yveltal just is, doesn't ever want to be in front of it. That's just normal. And so, like, the original team had a Lola Marowak and it did the same thing. It's just like, this is my Zacian check. Go. <laughs> And, Can you uh, beat this? Most of the time? No, they can't. Uh, it Good was, enough. It was cool, but like that team was just had a real big hole that I couldn't fill and I had to beat Zapdos. And now that we're kind of transitioning as this like super bulky sun team becomes super duper popular. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is an assault. Is this the Ho-Oh Groudon team? No, it is an assault vest Groudon with choice scarf Charizard. Um, Iron Ball Grimmsnarl and like Lefty's Bulky Gastrodon. It's super weird, but it's like one of the strongest best of one teams right now in the format. <laughs> um, and it's it's funny that once the format has started to slow down, the Sun team becomes the strong team again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea here is, is you can use Charizard as just like helping hand support, or you can just sit there and spam Heatwave, or you can Dynamax it and blow people up with G-Max Wildfire and do whatever. Uh, you also have Trick Foul Play Grimmsnarl. 
And okay. you, you trick Iron Ball onto him to get that immediate speed drop. You also, I have seen this, yes. You also carry Thunder Wave and Light Screen. Mm-hmm. Because you don't need Intimidate or Reflect because you have Intimidate. Cool. Um, and then Gastron Super Duper Standard, Incineroar Super Duper Standard, Zacian Super Duper Standard. Um, Zacian is max speed because why not? Honestly, sure, why not? Yeah. Um, which it goes against the grain of every other Zacian we've seen where it's super duper slow and mm-hmm. very bulky, which looks kind of cool. But I, if you're going to play in the, if you played in the IC, you might have seen this team in the upper echelon. And this, this team's good. I, I can attest this team is really good. I got to like 1450 on showdown ladder with it and just trying to like see how it worked. And I just blew people up with it. Good enough for me. <laughs> Honestly, sure. Ship it. Why not? You know, as a, as a best of one team, this team is great. And it goes back to our conversation we had earlier today. This is the best, one of the best, best of one teams and a best of three. This team does nothing. <laughs> Because, I can see that because they they once they know that your scarf Charizard once they know that your trick Iron Ball, uh, all your surprises are out the window and you're just what are you gonna do? You got the, you have to do the thing, otherwise if you don't do the thing you're not winning the game because you're not putting up mm-hmm. pressure, and so this is it's much harder when your thing isn't that good or when your opponent has a good answer to your thing now that they know what's going on. Hmm. I'm trying not to die here, and it's not going well, if you can believe that. Not going well? (laughs) Come on, man. This is the play. They Dynamaxi Veltong, very dead. Well, yeah, I could have told you that one. I saw someone arguing about not going for attack, like, not caring about your attack IVs. I'm like... That that's fine for like everything else, but specifically Calyrex Shadow. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the one you want to care. <laughs> um, now, granted, it's a legendary, so you can just reset for it and whatnot, and eventually yeah. get it. But like, it's it's not as easy as just breeding for a Pokemon. But like, that's the one Pokemon you do want to care about. Uh, I believe anything less than eleven means that. Foul play isn't an Oko from Thundy. Oh, good. I think that's that's, the that's actually really good. No, I think that's the number. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna double check it. I did the math for it the other day because I was like, oh, what if I want to play Calyrex Shadow? What's the magic number I need to look for? Like, I know it's not zero. Like, zero is whatever. Um, but because foul play is such a good move, it's just like, well, you want to know how to not die to it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, knowing, knowing is half the battle, G.I. Joe, um, so from Bundy, uh, you want, you take about 65 to 79 if you're zero, if you're zero IVs. Okay. Um, if it's Yveltal, which is the more common one, I think, uh, Yveltal blows you up 100% of the time, unfortunately. Hmm. Uh, Well, that's unfortunate. 131 to 156. 
Ooh, not even close. Not even a way. Like, like you could oh, go. Oh, that's really bad. Like bulk HP still doesn't survive. Mm-hmm. You'd have to be like max HP and like decent amounts of defense to even have a chance at a roll. Yeah. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. Um, one of the things I've noticed in my testing also is just like sucker punch. It's on is on its way out the door for your Veltal sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Assault vest actually is on the way out the door as well. Like more of these Veltals are playing just like life orb Dynamax sets with like heat wave, oblivion wing, and max like in like dark pulse for just max damage, mm-hmm. which is super duper interesting. We'll save that. We'll save trends that I'm noticing for another video, though, because we we ain't got enough time for that. I'm doing the thing, and I don't know if it's good. <laughs> so that tells me that the team is definitely not good enough to win a game, probably. My Passimian currently has over 500 attack, and I don't know if I'm doing the thing well enough. <laughs> if the thing is not strong enough to win the game, then it's not worth doing, bud. <laughs> I don't care. I'm having fun. Are you, though? I really am. Okay, if you say so. I got to do the thing. That's all that matters to me. Sure. (laughs) This team is so janky. I can't wait to get people with it. Oh, you ready to get out of here, bud? I think so, man. I don't know what I'm doing. We've kind of rambled on here the last half of this episode, but uh, the first episode was the first half was really really good. I feel like we do that a lot. Um, I think today was more we had a plan and then our plans got changed because you didn't get home uh, until late. And then... yeah, we we got home a little late, and then you know we were planning on coming up, but then the weather came bad as well. Um, I don't, I don't know if you all have gotten anything, but man, it's, it's pretty terrible down here right now. So the Um, roads were cleared up until about five o'clock. Awesome. Uh, right about five o'clock, the snow started sticking to the roads. Yeah. That it was about that time when things started getting bad down here too. So, um, I'm glad to see we're not the only ones. Fun fact. The problem. My mother and father-in-law who live in Tebbets, Missouri, uh, Mm -hmm. they have zero snow. Awesome. So, like two mile, uh, two hours to the uh, east has no snow whatsoever. Fantastic. Uh, if you go and call my parents, they probably also have no snow. Yeah, it's so weird, man. The snowstorm is weird. It's just like strictly this part of Missouri mm-hmm. is all that's gonna have snow, and I don't think it's going anywhere until like tomorrow afternoon. Well, you know. Yeah. Um, Weather, better late than never. Also, it snowed like every Thursday except for Kayla's birthday for like mm-hmm. a month. <laughs> weird. It's so it's weird. Been every Thursday for a month straight. And then it skipped Kayla's birthday, which was last Thursday. And then it snowed this Thursday. <laughs> We've done most of our recordings from home because it's just been gross and you guys haven't come up. Yep, and then but... we got the one the one week we took off for have like us time. Mm-hmm. It didn't snow, so it was we had you up a- here able to actually get up there. Yeah, yeah, and so so weird. Missouri weather, man. I've lost a scarf Kyogre twice. If they were literally any other item, I win those games. 
I mean, people are people are having to adjust to that one team, like trick iron ball means that you got to be able to beat that and scarf charizard like you got to be able to beat those things now and scarf kyogre is how you beat those things yep it is what it is yep i'm pretty sure i've just lost the scarf kyogre again (laughs) i hate this man this is stupid do you hate it more than group snarl yet no nowhere near it (laughs) This is at least from a fun generation. <laughs> Gen 3 is great, man. I mean, Gen 8 was fine. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was fine. It's better than Gen 5. All right, cool. Oh, they actually didn't KO me. Are we Sick. getting it? Are we doing it? Maybe. We going to do the thing? I don't know. <laughs> I have a Meryl in the back. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we're doing the thing there, Captain. Probably not. Okay, let's get out of here. All right, man. Um, as always, everyone, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. If you're not, go ahead and come on over. You know, you, we have all kinds of content going up every day of the week. Um, past that, if you're listening on either Apple, Google, or Spotify, make sure you drop us that uh, that fantastic five-star review. It really does help us out and all that good stuff. And then from there... Um, make sure you go and check out the website, lrlessons.com. That's where our calendar is and all that good stuff is to, uh, figure out what we have going on every day of the week, every, uh, yeah, every week of the month and all that good stuff as well. And then check out the merch page while you're there. Go pick up yourself a fancy t-shirt or a hat or something else while you're there. Stickers. Uh, Yeah, we should have some new content coming up eventually. Um, I need to actually reach out to our artists and see how things are going there because it's been... Uh, probably about a month and a half since I've heard anything. So, um, let's see. Past that, come and check us out on Twitter at LR Lessons. Myself at Mr. Missouri Twenty Five. Carl is at Musical VGC. You can come check us out on Twitch as well. I'm at Mr. Missouri Twenty Five, and Carl is at Musical. And then come and join the community Discord. That's where you get to hang out with us, play in all of our events, and you know just have a general good time as well. Uh, you know, we talked about playing best of threes uh, all day today. So if you're interested in that and need someone to test with, we have roles for that. I'd say and we, we can, we can help you out and, there. Yeah, for sure. So we have a lot of new um, people join for that too. For sure. I'm really, really excited for the, the dojo and see how it continues to grow from here. So I think that's going to be it for me. Anything on the way out, Carl? Uh, make sure if you're interested in helping and you don't like merch anchor support. Yep, go and check that out. That link is always down in the description. As little as 20 or 25 cents an episode, you can, you know, help us out and keep Carl's lights on and pay for the computer. So, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that's going to be it. Thank you so much for watching, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.